In the third book of the Pentateuch, the book of Leviticus, chapter 19, we receive a revelation about God, who he is, and his nature. It is at the same time an admonition and a command from the mouth of God which is addressed to us. The text of which I am speaking is Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2. It is part of legislation given by God to Moses on Mount Sinai. It serves to teach the Israelites that they should always keep themselves in a state of sanctity as a sign of their intimate union and relationship with God and of their participation in the covenant. The words spoken to Moses are addressed to the priests of the tribe of Levi and to the whole of the Israelite community. The text reads, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. These are contained in the Code of Legal Holiness, which deals with various rules and conduct for the people of the law. I offer this reflection as a starting point which helps to undergird today's readings from the book of Sirach and from the Gospel of St. Matthew. The book of Sirach has been known by several names and titles over the 2,200 years since it was committed to writing. Among the names of the book are the Wisdom of Sirach, the Book of Sirach, the Wisdom of Sirach, Ecclesiasticus, and the Church Book, or the Liber Ecclesiasticus. It has been used extensively in the liturgy of the Church to present moral teaching to both catechumens and faithful alike. The book is imbued with a love for the law of Torah, of the priesthood, the temple, and divine worship. It helps maintain religious faith, dealing with individuals, with families, with the community, with friendship, with love, religious worship, and tradition. The instruction and spirituality of the book is as timely for us today as it had been over the centuries and for the people for whom it was composed. Being holy is the requisite of life of evangelical discipleship. But what does this mean? How do we do it? We are called to follow the example of Jesus, our Lord and Master, that example which he gave us on the night before he suffered for us, indeed, throughout all of his life. Scripture, most especially the Psalms and the Gospels, teach us that the Lord God is gracious, kind, and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in great kindness, full of compassion and love, relenting in punishment. These characteristics of God teach us about his nature, and they invite us then to emulate him. God forgives our sins. When we sin, when we come to our senses and turn to him seeking the forgiveness of our sins, he always forgives us. 
in forgiving us, scorecards, tally sheets, and balance sheets are foreign to God. Why then do we maintain them against one another? As often as we seek and implore his merciful forgiveness, pardon, and reconciliation, he lavishly bestows these upon us. God forgives our sins. If he loves us so, we must have the same love for one another. We are told, forgive your neighbor's injustice. Then when we pray, our sins will be forgiven. How often must we forgive, asks St. Peter. Forgive as we are forgiven by God, as often as needed, infinitely, without keeping, <clears throat> without keeping records or counting the cost. <clears throat> Our dealings with one another should mirror God's designs and his dealings with us. We ask God to forgive us, and he does. Do we do the same? We ask God to be patient with us, and he is. Do we do the same? We ask God for compassion, mercy, and pity, and he showers these upon us. Do we do the same? We ask God to forgive us, to forgive our debt. He does. Do we do the same? Here again, the teaching contained in the first reading. Could anyone nourish anger against another and expect healing from the Lord? Could anyone refuse mercy to another like himself? Can he ask pardon for all his sins? This teaching from the book of Sirach, echoed in the gospel by Jesus, Forgive your neighbor's injustice and sins. Then when you pray, your own sins will be forgiven. Through our celebration of the Holy Eucharist this day, may we indeed be holy after the pattern and life of God, doing as we see Jesus do. May we humbly and confidently seek God's forgiveness of our sins never despairing of God's mercy. And may we be filled with pity, compassion, and charity towards one another, forgiving our brothers and sisters from the heart without counting the cost as often as necessary as God forgives us.